Jesus. Oh, thank you. I demand Jesus. judgment on you. Come down and you crawl on your oh. belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head in the garden of Eden. The ultimate journey. Episode 52. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Journey Awaken the Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DeGeneva. Today's episode is a bit controversial, but exciting nonetheless. It is called The Sacred Oil and Inner Christos or Christ. So let's get to it, shall we? With the Bible, um, a lot of people read the Bible and take it literally, some take it um, as just a as my dad calls it, Jewish history. Um, everybody has their own relationship with the Bible. And I had mine. And in recent years, I'm just blown away by the the information and symbology in it. And I know a lot of the books were taken away, like the Essenes and St. Thomas and all that. Like, So who knows what is real, what's not real. Um, you know, it's written many years after the death of Christ, and it's done from different um, person vantage points, like third person, second person, like just, but what is in there now, it makes so much sense when you look at it, um, through it being allegorical and um, symbolic, symbolic for everything, like, you know, it covers all the elements, air, water, fire. Is there another one? <laughs> air, water, fire, and earth. That's it. Um, it has astrology in it. talks about chemistry, alchemy, our physiology, and so forth. You know, man is made in his image or God's image. I like to talk about um, the hermetic laws of ancient Egypt. These are laws that govern everything in the physical creation. So there's seven of them, um, but I'm gonna just going to focus on one here, which is called the Law of Correspondence, which means as above, so below, as within, so without. It means everything is the same as everything. You look at a walnut, looks like a brain. Celery looks like bones. And interestingly, both are good for those body parts. Like beets are, they look like blood, um, but it's good for the blood and, you know, and, and so on. You know, like you look at a nebula, it looks like an eye. The death of a star looks like the birth of a cell. The cross section of a tree um, stump looks like fingerprints. The tree of life looks like the human placenta. The lung looks like the tree branch. Human veins like the leaf of the veins and the river network and so on. <laughs> I'll stop. I can keep going. So um, if this is true for all things, why not for Jesus the Christ? In an earlier episode, I think it was number 46, the Son of God, S-U-N. I discussed how um, the story in the Bible was how the sun moved through all the planets. And I also talked about how Lucifer was a translation of Phosphorus from Greek. You know, Krishna, Christ, Christophorus, Christophorus, like Phosphorus. Then there's, there's Jesus Christ, the historical figure in the Bible. Um, but this episode should be part two of the 46th episode, or perhaps part three, as you soon discover, like the Trinity. So in this episode, we take a different look and more profound uh, inner look 
at Jesus Christ, the inner Christ. Jesus even said, the kingdom of God is within, did he not? And this is about the Christ within, the Christos, which means sacred oil, the oil of the lamp, of the pineal gland, the third eye, and Crisco oil. (laughs) Okay, I was just kidding with that one. Uh, But whoever named Crisco must have been in the know because Christo or Crisco (laughs) means oil in Greek, so... It's the, 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 the fat, the oil, the Christ, all Crisco. Anyway, maybe I'm just stretching it a bit there. But um, as all things evil, they get inverted. So that shit will kill you. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I think it's hydrogenated or something. But anyway, um, Christo in Hebrew is translated, um, is, is translated from Messiah, which means uh, anointed king. So I'm not denying the biblical uh, historical Jesus whatsoever. I consider myself an observant Christian, um, not born again like extremism, um, observant Christian, an astrologer, uh, how this all ties in, and um, an inner explorer. So why can't we have all three facets of the Christ? Why can't they all exist? You know, as above, so below. As within, so without. The man, the sun in the sky, and our inner Christ, which is the Holy Trinity. You know, the light of the world that takes away the darkness. So this, in this episode, we're going to talk about the story of Christ's descent from heaven into the body and, resurrect, and resurrected back up into heaven. So let's look at this amazing story and the biblical look at it. As I said, the Bible is so allegorical. So we'll look at how it describes the, our human anatomy and how Christ descends from heaven into the body, dies and is resurrected and is born again. So the oil of Christ comes from the Most High, the heavens. It all arises, or Aries, Aries arises in the head and brain. The cerebrum is the pinnacle part of the brain, which is on the top of the head. And the claustrum is within the cerebral, sitting in the middle of the head. Um, It's a thin layer of gray matter in each uh, of the cerebral hemispheres of the brain. So from the claustrum is produced or secreted a sacred oil, referred to as Christos, which travels down the spine to the sacrum or sacred plexus and back up again. This is also depicted as Santo or Saint Claustrum or Claus, or Santa Claus coming down the chimney, which is the spine, you know, with presence. But as with all truths, there are inversions and attempts to keep them secret. Santa is also an anagram of Satan who comes when you're asleep or unconscious and takes your light, your oil or Christ. The Christmas tree is a pine tree, a pine cone, which represents the pineal gland. (laughs) But that's for a whole nother episode. Um, You can check out the podcast I did on uh, myths, tales and fairy tales. I talk about Pinocchio and how that is uh, related to. It's pretty cool. Um, so just to, to finish off here, the cerebrum, uh, the top of the head, is Aries and represents the left side of the brain. And the cerebellum is at the base of the skull, which is Taurus, because Taurus governs the neck. Um, it's also the right side of the, the, the hemisphere of the brain. Um, this will all tie in when they talk about Jacob and the ladder. So as I said, every body part has um, has a, a astrological sign, so Aries the head, Taurus, the neck, so on. So let's look further 
and see the allegories and the biblical terms for our anatomy and biology. So the temple of God, the temples on the head, the side of the head. The temple of God is the whole body, but the magic happens in the head. The kingdom of God or the king's dome, the kingdom or the king's dome, the dome is our head, uh, or the mount of, uh, I think it's called Golotha, the site of Jesus' crucifixion, Calvary. In Hebrew, Gul Goleth means skull. Interesting, huh? Now, I want to say too that crucified doesn't mean killed. It actually means to increase or be or be magnified 1,000-fold. So take, take note because uh, that'll come in later on, that knowledge. So we have 33 vertebrae in our spine. Jesus was crucified at 33. He was baptized at 30. So think vertebrae here, and you'll understand this more later. And I wonder if this is why the 33 degrees in, uh, in Freemasonry is so important. Um, and you remember from episode 46, the sun enters each sign at 30 and leaves at 33 degrees. Again, as above, so below. We have the physical man, the planetary aspect, and the inner aspect, as I'm sharing in this podcast. So it's, it, it's, it's, there's no separation. Everything is happening. Everything is everything. In Exodus, in Exodus 25, 22, we have um, uh, a passage that says, And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony. And in Hebrews 9.4, states that the ark contained the golden pot that had the manna, the manna from heaven. Okay, I don't want to get too weirded out and, and, and lose you here. So basically, the building of the ark of the covenant is with the two cherubim. The ark has two wind creatures, or cherubims, or two angels. Um, and interestingly, at the cerebellum, <laughs> the cerebellum, at the base of the spine, the spine has two hemispheres or two wings. It looks like a heart. So some consider this the true heart of God and the lower lobe, more of an animalistic part. Okay, the hippocampus is known as the white horse that Jesus rides on, um, also known as the Amun's horn. In Egyptian god Amun-Ra was often depicted with the ram's horns. The head is Aries, remember, the ram. Amun-Ra or Amen. So we're still in the head here, right? It all happens in the head. <laughs> uh, so when did they say that heaven means heaved up? So top of the head, the dome, the skull. This is where it's all at. And this is where the land of the milk and honey is, the Garden of Eden. But we'll talk about that later. So essentially, we have four brains. The cerebrum is the God brain. The cerebellum is the man brain. The medulla oblongata controls the involuntary parts, the heartbeats, the breath, circulation, blood circulation, and so on. And then we have the solar plexus, where the instincts, our instincts come from, intuition. You know, there's no logic here. It's the most animalistic type of brain. Um, but this is also where we get information from the ether, where the psychics draw from. So, as I said before, the lower heart is more the animalistic lobe. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Um, if, I, if I was boring you before... Um, so let's look at the anatomy in the Bible now. So the River Jordan is the spinal cord, which empties into the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea is our sacral plexus. 
um, which is the lower part of our body, the pelvis. So the word sacred comes from the word secretion, which is kept secret, obviously, from us. Uh, the sacrum is a sacred part of the secret. The sacral plexus is a network of nerves, fibers, and fibers that, that, that supply the skin and muscles of the pelvis and the lower limb. And it is located on the surface of the pelvic wall. So this collection of nerves looks like a horse's hair. It's called the, um, I think it's called cauda equina, because it represents the horse. So the sacrum consists of five fused bones. And the coccyx, coccyx, the coccyx <laughs> is underneath that. And it's a triangle bone. It's an, like an, an inverted pyramid. And it's interesting because I'll talk about the lower part of our pelvis as being Egypt. Um, that's at the base of the spinal column. Then you get the tip of the tailbone. It looks like a snake's tail when you look at it on the, the, the charts and anatomy charts. It's like a rattle without the rattle, like a snake's tail without the rattle. And you know what I've noticed too, that the skull and spine only, if you take away everything of our body, so you just leave the skull and the spine, it looks like a snake or a serpent or sperm. So as I said, the lower bowels are, is considered Egypt, hell, uh, the worldly uh, domain, uh, also Saturn, which is Satan. And the dark forces usually invert everything. So you have lived, the opposite polarity of that is the devil. And live is evil, spelled backwards. You know, No upside down crosses here, but you know it's still on the, on the same vein. The lower chakras are connected to sex and greed and, and also suffering. And the sexual organs are Sodom and Gomorrah. You're going to have to forgive me. i got a little stuffed up nose here. So um, this is the way I sound the way I do today. So like in my previous podcast, this is the macrocosm of this is like the astrological side of the sun. Um, it dies on the cross on the solstice, the 21st, because it's the shortest day, the sun, meaning the S-U-N. And on the 25th, it rises again. And if you want to learn more about that, just listen to the podcast number 46, The Son of God. What I'm talking about here is the internal process of that. So how it works. Okay, so let's talk about the moon. The moon passes through each astrological sign every two to two and a half days, sometimes three, if you look at it, at the charts, at the almanac. And, and every 28 to 29 and a half days, the moon returns to the same place. And it makes a month, a lunar cycle. So not only women have lunar cycles, Men do too, but we both share a powerful one, you know, with the sun and the moon, the electromagnetic of the sun and the moon. So how this Christ uh, is born, uh, I'll talk about. So as I said, every 28 days or 29 and a half days, a seed is planted in the solar plexus. That's the uh, right below the rib cage. And this happens when the moon is in the sun sign of where you were born. So if you were born a Virgo, the sun was in Virgo. So when your moon goes into Virgo is when the seed is born. So let's start from the head. The, this oil is differentiated in the pineal and pituitary glands in your, in your brain um, when it's sent down to the spine. The pineal gland is electric in nature. It's masculine and represents the honey. And the pituitary gland is the magnetic feminine and is the milk, so the land of milk and honey, or Mary and Joseph. And this oil is brought down by the Ida and Pingala, the masculine feminine energetic pathways. Um, you can 
find this in Hindu and uh, metaphysical, the Vedas. Uh, it's uh, when you meditate, you have the ida at the left nostril and pingala in the right nostril, and the oil is brought to the sacred sacred plexus, waiting for the germination of the seed. Um, it waits there. Uh, so these male, the male milk and honey energies also makes new life at the base of the spine, you know, with our sexual organs. So unless you're making a new life, we tend to waste this uh, this energy through wrong living instead of recycling it back up to our spine and back into the heavens or into our pineal gland. We can do pranayama, life force control, tantric sex to preserve this seed or this oil. Um, and, and this whole process is like, um, the purified purifying this oil through right living is likened to the lotus flower analogy, where the beautiful flower is growing out of a swamp, you know, the bowels of hell. <laughs> it rises from the mud without stains, which symbolizes purity and rebirth. Similarly, Christos is transmuted and rises and will become risen back to heaven. It's the chemical wedding, and where a new substance is born, you know, it's less dense. And as it rises up the spine, it's like mercury in a thermometer. And then it rests at the solar plexus, where I just said about the moon, and it charges up based on how you live. Pneumogastric nerve, the vagus nerve, helps to bring it up as well, and also with right living and through who knows what other processes that we can't see. Um, so it rises up through the heart chakra and up into the throat, and it becomes a very high vibration. So as the oil rises up the spine, it increases its vibration as it ascends, but also is very dense um, when it goes down. So that's why um, when it hits the sacral sacral plexus, it's, it seemed as like, you know, wrong thought, temptation, and all that. So this oil needs to be transmuted, lifted. So out from the throat, it, up from the throat, it rises to the medulla oblongata and crosses the vagus nerve or the tree of life, which overcomes death, becomes crucified. Remember, uh, the cruci crucified means to magnified 1,000 times. So the oil passes through and it becomes crucified. It, it increases, it becomes stronger, it's more refined, it's more light, it's more vibration. So our thalamus waits for the oil and then rests there for two and a half days or three days and it's considered dead but after three days it touches and illuminates the third eye the pineal gland it becomes the fruit the the good fruit of the the tree of life you know born again when jesus said when thine eye becomes single thy body shall be full of light this is the baptism of the holy spirit you know the brain the, our brain cells awaken and rejuvenate um the blood purifies and all the uh, the toxins come out of it um, and in biblical times, we lived a lot longer. Um, I believe it's because they knew of the knowledge of how to preserve this life force within us, to preserve this oil and live a lot longer. See, the oil is very fragile and um, it is eaten by wasting sexual energy, nonsensical sexual expression. Um, so during this time, um, you have to abstain, abstain from sex, alcohol, overeating, wrong behavior. These are the evil and sins during this period. Um, they destroy the oil or the seed. Uh, alcohol apparently dries it up, eating too much meat or uh, the body becomes acidic. Um, thus the oil or seed is saved in Christ when we live well, when we, when we live the Christ way, what Jesus taught. You know, eat well, meditate, 
you know, don't engage in, in extreme exercises. Be peaceful, have loving behavior, you know, do right action, the right word. Um, and interestingly, the heart chakra is about love. And the throat represents our truth and expression and speech. So it's very mind, be mindful to be aware, be very aware of how you're feeling, um, the emotion and enjoy, speak the truth, express the truth, act the truth. So I'd like to go to another allegory in the Bible of Adam and Eve. Obviously, Adam is the male and Eve is the female. And our body, the bronchioles and nerves, the veins, the lungs, and the vagus nerve is uh, re- represented as a tree in the, in the Garden of Eden, the tree of life. So as children, we are very naive. We're innocent, running around naked. <laughs> um, but as soon as we eat the forbidden fruit or the apple, we're eating from the tree of life or the tree of knowledge, we become ashamed. You know, when, when we experience adolescence, the sexual energy awakens or the kundalini, uh, the serpent rises up the spine, the shishumna. For those of you who are familiar with uh, yoga, meditation, um, the kundalini is a serpent wrapped around the root chakra three and a half times, and then it rises up. Uh, this happens when we uh, reach adolescence. We have a power surge, crazy hormones, and women also experience this during their um, the change of life and menopause, and they have that awakening again. So women have to... Um, uh, learn about this so they don't go crazy and, and be overtaken by all the, all the chemical proceeds that happens. Um, so going back to that, when we taste pleasure, orgasm, you know, we're guilty, uh, the guilty pleasures are the fruit. And so when we are have adolescence, our sexual energy has awakened. Now we know we are naked, you know. Um, we lust for the body or we, sh- we feel ashamed for the body. So we're no, no longer innocent. We're no longer ch- children. We, you know, we're, we're, we've fallen from, from Eden. We're cast out of Eden because now we have the knowledge. So eating from this tree destroys our Christ oil, the, the, the Christos. Um, and this evil is, you know, Satan and all that. So I like to go, uh, I mentioned that I was to be talking about the uh, Jacob, Jacob's ladder. Another uh, allegory as well, so. In Hebrew, Jacob means heel catcher, or to follow or be behind. In in older astrological charts, it showed a man in the sky, bent in a circle. His heels uh, were touching his head. So it was like a circle, the circle of life. Um, And each body part represents um, an astrological sign. And I don't know if this has anything to do with the snake eating its tail, but um, that's the um, life and rebirth cycle. And there's also a lot of uh, symbology in the rebirthing of cycles, even like the sun goes through all the, all, the, um, all the planets and it starts again. So it's the greatest story ever told. So Jacob's ladder um, means Jacob climbed the ladder, which is the spine, the 33 steps. And I think what the quote said, um, and he saw God and called the place Peniel. Peniel? Pineal gland? Interesting, huh? He said he saw God's face, and yet his life was spared. So Jesus resurrecting overcomes death. So it's the same thing here. So basically, it's the whole thing of the oil coming from the head, 
from the kingdom kingdom of heaven, going down the 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 spine Jacob's ladder or the river of Jordan, settling into the sacred uh, sacred plexus and the bowels of hell, the lower Egypt, sin, and then coming up and trans being transmuted, sitting into your solar plexus, and then when the moon is in the sign of uh, where the sun was when you were born, it, it does this process. And then it goes up through the heart, through the um, throat, passes the uh, vagus nerve to the medulla oblongata, and then it just touches your third eye, illuminates your eye. The body shall become full of light. You're baptized in Christ. You are born again. You've transcended death, and your body thrives and lives and you're connected to God and to and you're you know that that's the whole story here of this podcast. Um, but you know, the various energies are keeping us at disempowered. They're twisting and inverting the truth. They're lying to us. They're poisoning us through our food, our air, water. They're even changing the music frequencies. I think in uh, the podcast number thirty-three, uh, I talk about how uh, all the solfeggio frequencies and that. Um, They've changed the the concert pitch from four three two megahertz to uh, hertz to four forty. It's a little dissonance. It's not really resonating to our um, our body or our spirit. You know, everything's keeping us in the matrix, in the illusion, keeping us confused, chasing comforts. You know, giving us false freedoms, keeping us distracted, keeping us distracted, controlling us with spells, words, symbols. You know. And I, you know, I talked about this in another podcast about um, they even messed with their month, their, the months. You know, if you remember in a previous episode, I talked about how the months were changed. Aries is the head is the first month. April is the next, the second. May is the arm. So, yeah, the Aries is the head, first month. April is is the neck, which is the second. May, the arms is the third, and then so on until we reach the last month of February. Um, which is Pisces, the feet, Jacob, the man in the sky. So to reiterate, um, I'll talk about the months again. You know, just quickly, um, the first month is March, is Aries. Um, it's the Martus, the war of God. It's when things start. Uh, April is Aprilis, which means to open. You know, buds in the springtime, May, the goddess Mayus, June is the goddess Junus, and then July is means five, Quintilis, August means six. That's these are the original names. Sextilis was six. Septembre, sete means to separate seven, and as again you know if you know Latin, oct octo means eight, nove means nine, dicembre December is ten. So it's basically, uh, it, it literally from July. To December, they're telling you the names, the original names were 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. And then January, Januarius uh, is uh, Janus, the Roman god of beginnings and, tra and transitions. I call it the fake New Year's. You know, we're giving your intentions and your, your power up to the false gods. And then in February, um, Februa, uh, ancient festival, it's a ritual of springtime, of cleaning and washing. Fubra means to cl to cleanse. So Julius Caesar changed it. Um, I think it was Julius Caesar or Constantine, I don't remember. But added 11 and 12. 
and leap year to align with a solar, not lunar year. So when he died, uh, Quintilis, which is the fifth month, July, was named uh, July, Julius, Julia, Julius Caesar, and Sextilis, which was six, um, to August in honor in honor of Augustus. I guess he was jealous or something. <laughs> so if you notice all of my podcasts, each and every one um, cracks like it. Everyone addresses the betrayals of the dark ones or the dark energies commit against us. So this is your first episode. I invite you to listen to all of them as each one of them cracks open. Sometimes just a bit, but other times I'm into, I'm total pulling the veil and curtain right off. And my goal is to encourage you to think for yourself and do your own research. Or you can continue keeping up with the Kardashians and cheering on your favorite team to win the cup and stay blissfully ignorant. You know, Team Blue or Team Red. I did a podcast on that. Uh, so everything is links with everything. Um, you know, we have the Coliseums and ancient sporting games, you know, Olympics and that. Feeding mental lions are they're no different uh, distraction to the theater and sports we have now. You know, they're the superficial uh, appeasements uh, to appease our human basic human requirements, the bread and circuses or beer and games designed to distract and coax us. You know, like a carrot on a stick. Don't question anything. Stay asleep, but be awoke. But just be woke. I mean, I can go on and on. So I think it's time to conclude this. Um, I, I, yeah, feeling a little bit under the weather. I hope you um, followed me through my discourse here. And if I was clear and you could understand me and that you followed me enough, <laughs> if not, put it in the comments and I'll, I can redo this, um, this episode. So until the next time, I will see you and talk to you about something cool. Or maybe have a guest on. We'll see what happens. All right. I'm your host, Frank DeGenova, and thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com and you can also visit my website the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com until next time walk in love and in gratitude